Yeah. What up, good people? Welcome to another episode of the Strategically Reckless Podcast. I am your host, Jay Brown, aka Mr. 710, and we are back up in this thing once again. Yo. This show right here is about to be crazy. But I also know that, you know, the Denver Nuggets and the and the uh, Miami Heat, they playing right now. And I'm almost, it's a part of me that's hoping for one more game. It's a part of me that's hoping for one more game, but it's only because I love basketball in that way. Not because I'm a Miami Heat fan. The only thing that can make me think that it could be a possibility that it's going to last one more game is just for the simple fact that if you were Denver, like, yes, it is nice to win on your home court in front of your fans. That's all fine and dandy. But if you had to choose, celebrate with your fans in Denver or kick it in Miami as the NBA world champions, what would you do? What would you choose? Because I know if it were me, it were I, that choice wouldn't be hard at all. I already know I'm out here. And my, and I, listen, you know, you hate to tempt fate and throw away a game just so that you can, just so that you can uh, win in the place that you want to win in. But you got it. Hey, listen, I would, I would probably, you know, you just, just go ahead. You just win where you got to win that man. Like, don't even try to play around like that. Win, win first, then go to Miami, I suppose. But it just won't be the same. It just will not be the same. If you go out, if you go in there trying to, uh, you know, win in Denver, then go to Miami to kick it at that point, you should just, you just do what you was going to do in the first place. It, you know, when that time, when that time came. But look, on tonight's show, I say I'm glad to be back. On tonight's show, we're going we gonna to talk about <laughs> Verizon fails. We're going to talk about some assumptions. We're going to talk about Zion. We're going to talk about a whole lot of stuff today. Exes. I'm even going, I'm even going to get at my wife today. I, she, I let off the hook last week. Ain't off the hook this week. But speaking about off the hook, and I dropped the boy off at camp today. And between you and me, I and you, listen, he cool. But y'all would y'all wouldn't be honest if y'all would if y'all wouldn't say out loud that sometimes you be needing a break. If you if you a good parent and you parent hard, breaks are necessary. It don't matter how much you love the kid, breaks are necessary. Send them with a book of rules like, hey, don't you do this. You do you be respectful. You follow directions. Don't let nobody touch you. 
You know what I'm talking about. And act like you got some sense. You know what I'm talking about. Like all kids know what you mean when they say, when you say act like you got some sense. That means all the stuff, all that little stuff that they have in their mind about eating three desserts and four pieces of pizza. Like all of these things, that's when you ain't got no sense. That's when the old people say, you done got beside yourself today. Don't be out of pocket now. Cause you know, you know what it looks like. You know what it's there. You know what I'm talking about. Don't make me embarrass you in front of all these people. Like that is that is the number one threat. I feel like for a lot of these kids is after they get to a certain age, it ain't about it ain't about whooping. It ain't about taking stuff away. A lot of these new kids, they don't want to be embarrassed. Whether it's a haircut, shoes, or whatever. They do not want to be embarrassed. Listen, I'm I'm about that embarrassing action, boss. Like I'm I'm here for it. I got it. This is what I do in my spare time. I am embarrassing. I try not to be. Sometimes. <laughs> I embarrass my wife. I know I do. I embarrass my wife because sometimes, sometimes, she, I, I live regular. I like regular stuff. And sometimes she likes nice stuff. Like there, there are times in which a, a regular grilled cheese would be fine for me. And she be in her mind, I I should probably want like she she make me a regular grilled cheese. And that's fine for me, but her grilled cheese is toasted. Super toasted. With garlic butter on the on the top. A special butter on the bottom that she made from scratch. Four kinds of cheese. Like she caught she did say I was real plain because I did not need my bun toasted on these uh, grilled burgers that I made yesterday. But shit, I had a, But it's, it's primarily when it comes to food. Primarily when it, when, when it, when it comes to food. Like, she don't mess around with food. Don't listen. We were... I, I want to say this back when we were either engaged. I don't think we were married yet. My wife pulled over ice cream truck in a car. I ain't never seen nobody do that. Pulled up on fam in the car, pulled him over, got out. Let me get a box. Well, I don't know. I forgot what she got. I should ask her. I know she probably remember. But I'm like, listen, you can't. I guess you can't do that for a bomb pop or, or one of them strawberry crunch bars. Those be hidden. Like, if you hot. Those be hitting. I was surprised because in St. Louis, I don't think you're just supposed to stop for random, random strange ladies trying to pull you over to get some ice cream. But, you know, the laws are different everywhere. And the reason why I was going to throw up under the bus today in regards to laws, we, was, we went to go run some errands on the way back. We wanted some breakfast. And that's cool. 
I wanted to give her a shout out because she knew exactly what she wanted until another option presented itself. Now, we was on our way to this place that uh, serves <laughs> Christian chicken. Since they don't give us no, since there ain't no sponsor, I'm not going to say their name out loud. But yeah, they serve Christian chicken. Serve chicken without sin. And we were in the left, we were in the left lane, getting ready to bust a Yui to go get some of this non-sinning chicken. Some of this delivered chicken. Until, now, we're in the left lane. There's four lanes across, outside of the turn lane. She looks up, and she saw that the light was on. Now, if you know, you know what it means if the light is on. The donut shop with the light on. The donut shop got that light on. They, they fresh and ready. My wife was about to risk it all. And then when I say it all, it was just me. It was only me. It was just going to risk me. She looked in her rear view mirror. She looked over there and saw the light was on and said, I can make it. I was like, shit, no. No, no you can't. Oh no, because this is going to be bad for me. Huh. That's all I saw. All I felt was, suit you. Listen, I don't care if nobody is coming at 3 a.m. in the morning. On, if you on West, we was on Wesley Chapel, you can't, don't, don't you dare. Go from the left lane all the way across and try to <laughs> try to make that. Come on now, that's not that not that the light will be on at 3 a.m. Not on purpose, but that was a bad move. I just saw my life. I just you know my buddy my buddy Mailman he posted a, he posted a status on Facebook not too long ago talking about he struggles allowing you know, a, a, a woman to drive him around. And I understand that to an extent. Like, I know that my wife can drive because she gets to and from where she's going safely. At the same time, at the same time, when I'm sitting in the passenger seat, the few times that I do, I'll be sitting there like, oh, this what you be doing? <laughs> Shit. Because in my mind, if I got somebody in the car, you drive a little different. You drive just a little bit safer. Like you might not make that yellow light that you would make while you by yourself. Yeah, you know, you 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 you're a little bit more judicious with your braking. Like you you give yourself a little extra time because you don't want nobody back to come up off the seat and let that and had a seatbelt grab them up real tight. Y'all know that feeling. When the seatbelt lock and you're not expecting it, but it lock on you and now you can't go nowhere. Ooh. At least we know that works. She hit me with all of them. She hit me, she hit me with all of them. I, you know, and, and as as a dude, you just kind of got to sit there and and shut up. Otherwise, it's gonna be up to you to drive. And I, I sat there and I took it. And she was looking at me laughing like, yeah, nigga. <laughs> yeah. I bet I ain't going to drive no more. I bet I, bet I ain't going to drive no more. And you over here, I know you just got back. 
and I know this is my trip, but you drive. Unless you want your back to come up off the seat. Unless you want me to make another cut across all these legs again if I see if I see the light on. Yeah, all of that happened. Made a U-turn, made another U-turn, and then went. And I think the one thing that she was wanting, they ain't have. The machine was down. And had I been getting, had I, if I was getting something too, I had a real slick remark to see what was wrong with the machine, but since it was only her getting stuff, I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want her food to get messed up. Because my only question is, and the same question I have with any of these places that got uh, shake machines that's not working is, y'all don't pay the shake machine man enough. Y'all don't pay the shake machine man enough to be in Georgia, where it's hot, it's warm, at eight thirty a.m. If she want a, a, a mocha frappe shake, the machine can't be down right now. Man, the machine broke. Always broke. It's always broke. Now, I don't understand it. I really don't. But it be happening. And I just assume that I just assume that Hey, y'all know that it's summertime. At this point, you should get the shake machine man out to fix it. Or you should just be honest and have a sign up that says, hey, we're too lazy to we're too lazy to clean it every night. So we're never gonna make shakes. And we only got the shake, we only got the shakes thing on the menu because corporate make us. But we're never gonna have shakes. And if they put that on the sign. Everybody would really understand. They wouldn't even ask for it. They would just be like, huh, we get it. All right, whatever. It's a whole bunch of stuff that we just walk past that we see that we never really pay attention to because we know what the deal is. You don't pay attention to it because you know what the deal is. And if that was on the sign at the local place that sells shakes, that's, that got, that's yellow and red, We would people would stop asking for shakes and then y'all have to they would stop they would stop having to say the shake machine is down. But I just assume like that's the that I feel like that's too much like right. And it's not something that I should assume because if I if I if I go to a drive through or I go to a restaurant and they have a shake, I'm like, oh, oh my god, look at God. What did I ever do to deserve? Such treatment, y'all just coming through. I see you. You must have known. You must have known I was coming. And speaking of assuming, I tell people bowling stories every now and then because usually those, usually my, if I tell you a bowling story, it's because it's about something else other than bowling. But bowling just happens to be the setting in which this took place, and. Last Tuesday, last Tuesday, we I finished bowling. We kind of all standing around, and there was a young lady that walked up, and you know, just being cordial. Hey, how'd you bowl? 
we were talking about somebody who bowled really bad beforehand and she just happened to walk up. I've never seen her bowl. The first time I saw her bowl and I just saw that she was throwing balls, but I did not pay attention to her score at all. I've seen her in the bowling alley a few times, never with a bowling ball, never with shoes. How'd you bowl? Eh. Was the answer that I received. And with that, eh, usually means not very good. Hey, did you beat that guy that we were just talking about? Did you at least beat him? And I guess that was disrespectful because she said, now you know that I'd be better than that. And I'm like, I'm sorry. How, how would I know that you're better than that? I've never seen you bowl. She's like, but you seen me in here. So you got to know that I'm better than that. come to the bowling alley and you hang out a lot. You come to the bowling alley, you Which is not against the rules. It's kind of what you do. No, nah, but you should know because you've seen me in here. You should know. And I'm like, but I've seen you, but I've never seen you bowl, how, how can I just assume that you're good and I've never seen you bowl? There's people that got season passes for the Atlanta for the Atlanta Hawks and can't play basketball worth a damn. Just because they in the gym don't mean that they can hoop. I know people that went to the gym religiously and was trash. It's like, how can you just assume that? How can you expect me to think that you're a good bowler just because I see you? And so she couldn't wrap her mind around just being able, like, for the people that go to the gym, that don't make you buff. You just at the gym sometimes. Some of them just be at the gym taking pictures. I don't mean you good, fam. I was like, how many times do I got to watch a karate movie to say that I know Kung Fu? Because I've watched The Last Dragon 3,956 times, and I can I don't know. It's more one of my favorite movies of all times, but that don't mean I can go out there and do jiu-jitsu or any type of karate moves that Bruce Leroy or Shonuff was doing in that movie. It's not how this works. Yeah, but she, she hit me with the old walk-off. And then they looked at me like I was the bad guy. Like, everybody that was around was like, Jay, yo, you wrong, man. How you, you, you just be doing folks any kind of way. You just be treating people any kind of way. And I'm like, no, Jay crazy, that's all. It just didn't make sense to me. How you could assume such a thing? That is not true. 
That don't make I'm sorry. What I'm not sorry about is my thoughts on this Zion Williamson situation with the baby mama and the girl that does well the girl that he was knocking out the poor star girl. he was messing around with this porn star chick. And however it turned out, the porn star chick did not win out in this situation. For whatever reason. Who knows? What we do know is that Zion a lot of hooping. But he getting his exercise in in the bedroom though. Or whatever it is that he doing it. But when the pictures of the baby mama came out, they took the little pregnancy photos. The, oh, that's so cute. When he took those, at that point, that set the porn star lady off. And for good reason. Don't know, like, this is her profession. And... In that profession, she has to be safe. I understand that. And so you can't be out here messing around with people that aren't being safe. I feel that 100%. I also feel like, hey, some of this stuff you got to just holler at him about it. You got to just holler at Zion about it. Because... Air him out, air him out on Twitter. I don't know what that solves. Because at this, I mean, it ain't like he can unhit it. Like, he done already hit it. Now you're just mad. It ain't no unhitting it. He know what it's like already. Apparently, Fam made his decision. I'm sorry you lost in this one. But I just, like, I get I get being pissed off that he's putting not just your career, but your health on the line. Like, I, I understand that. But also, yo, you kind of got to just go holler at O'Boy. Like, whatever happened to just, hey, uh, Zion, I feel like it's real messed up what you did. You should have told me that you were smashing, you know, Shalanda. And if you were smashing Shalanda, then I probably would have let you still hit it, but I would have made you put on a rope. And if that was the case, that's fine. Yeah, change Zion's middle name to Zion Raw Dog Williamson. Was he out here getting it? He was out here getting it in. Ain't playing. He getting it in. But my question, have you ever who have you ever aired out somebody because you was pissed off at them? Cause it's a lot of that, it's a lot of that going around now. Like you pissed off, like you was having fun in the moment. 
and then it was no longer fun, and now something else happened, and you got to air him out. Like you feel like I got to air him, air them, whether it's him or her, if it's a dude airing the chick out. Like yo, she smashed about eight of my friends, cause she she a hoe. You 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 was one of them eight. You one of them nine. You one of nine. Like you you made the decision. You can't be mad at her now. You was having fun then. In the same way that Scotty, Scotty mad. Scotty was mad. He trying to air Jordan now. Trying to air Jordan now. It's, you know it's weird. Like hey, all the all the good stuff that y'all had, all the all the good times that y'all had. You know that one time, that one mess up. Or I don't even know if it's a mess up in MJ case. Like Scotty just looked at that situation like, hey, um, I don't like how I was portrayed and I never felt like I got the the just credit that I was due. And I'm still mad that Michael Jordan is allowing his son to hit my ex-wife. Chill. You chill. She needed chill. Just holler at him about it. That's how you can tell when somebody really liked him. You really liked you. She really liked the Zion. And she had to put that on out there. She had to put that on out there. And you know what? I feel like even after saying that, like, I like Verizon for the most part. And I'm about to add him out. <laughs> and part of the reason is there are processes that companies like this have in place to make using their services, should make using their services easy. Getting getting stuff replaced or fixed easy. And I have not experienced that with this current situation that I'm going through with Verizon right now. And it's so it's so frustrating when you're getting you're not getting the same message across the board. And you almost feel like you're getting ran around. Like everybody is passing the buck. Everybody is passing the buck. And so on Monday Monday, I'm on the phone having a conversation. Go use the bathroom, come back out. Phone's in my pocket the whole time, so not wet, not dropped. I go to record. I go to record uh, some bowling, and the screen is completely back. doesn't come back on. All right. It's at the end of the day. You know, you try to plug it back up and see if it'll come back on, if you charge it up or whatever. You know, try to power it off. You're still getting everything that you normally get. Like, it's still... It's still ringing. It's still, uh, but you can't answer it. You still, you know, you still have the alarms going off. You can't turn them off. You can't dismiss them. You got, you just hit the button. It's almost like a snooze. So it's going off like every five minutes. Trying to get it to turn off. Accidentally called 911 twice. Yeah. 911 twice. I hear the, the weird ass alarm go off. 
I'm like, oh, hell, I'm trying to stop it from doing whatever it's doing. Next thing you know, I hear, you know, you can hear when you dial somebody's number, the phone started to ring. I know that I didn't. Next thing you know, I hear, you have reached the DeKalb County Emergency 911 Department. Your call is very important. Please do not hang up for you can so that you can be helped immediately. However, however the recording went, and that recording went on for about seven minutes. And I and it probably wasn't seven minutes. It felt like seven minutes. Probably closer to four. But when you when you waiting to not talk to somebody, it seems forever. The lady gets on the phone after so long, like I'm I'm glad it wasn't an emergency. She gets on the phone and I have to apologize to her like, hey, I am sorry. I can't see nothing on my screen and my phone dialed you. Sorry. I'm so sorry. And that happened twice. I'm so sorry. I go up. I take the phone in to, to the store. See if they can fix it. They, they send me to a you break I fix. You break out fix tells me, hey, you know what? Thanks for coming in. I know you got an appointment, but let me look at your phone real quick. Oh, don't got the part for that. You got to go back to the other Verizon store. Now, here's the problem. I don't have a phone that works properly. I don't have GPS. And for anybody that's been driving over the last, over the last like six, seven, ten years, you don't know where you're going. You ain't, you don't go without your GPS. It's a lot of people that turn their GPS on just for time saving purposes. Yo, I'm riding over trying to remember what dude said and what I saw on the directions. And I'm like, yeah, because he pulled, he pulled up the directions on his phone. When dude sent me back, Dude sent me back to the store. And I was like, yeah, we ain't got the part. You got to find some place that does. And I'm like, uh, can't you look? No, that's a store. That's a store's responsibility. All right. All right. Because at this point, I'm heated. I'm super heated because now I got to go back. To the place where I came, and for him to have for him to send me somewhere else, nah, y'all gonna have to yeah, I'll go have to make some phone calls because I couldn't do nothing on this on this phone where my screen is completely black. They I have a I had an old phone with me. They put that SIM card into the into an old phone. So he was like, here, here's what you if you got an old phone then just use that one until you get a replacement. Cool. All right, what I got to do to get a replacement since y'all can't get this figured out and y'all, I'm not on the account, even though y'all can't. Like, you want me to call somebody to see if y'all can get access to my stuff, but at the same time, I don't have a phone that I can use. Can you call? No, we got to send an email. The person that they were sending an email to was having the same problems I, have, I was having, so he didn't have access to his email. He was at Verizon, I believe. Listen, they charge up the phone. 
they switched the SIM card. I'm able to make phone calls, and I call in to get the phone replaced on that on that Wednesday. Wednesday, I, I call in. Dude, dude tells me he got everything situated. All right, fine. This is last Wednesday. Got everything situated. Boom. Dude ends up calling me back two hours later. Hey, not able to do it. The system got a problem. We'll have to try again tomorrow. All right. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to call back in. Now, I've told this story twice to him. And now I got to turn around and call back in. And now when I call back in, there's no notes from the first call. First call, I had a call back, talk, get transferred because it's a business account, transferred to the business. Still, it's like I'm talking to a brand new damn person every time. They tell me, hey, the reason why it can't go through is because they put the SIM card in the old phone. And so it's trying to, it's trying to replace that phone instead of the phone that you have. And so then Buddy started asking me a whole bunch of questions that kind of pissed me off a little bit. And just from the standpoint of he was asking me questions as if I was being dishonest about what phone that I needed or what phone that I had. And I'm like, yo, hold up. Are you going through the theft protocol? Because me no likey. We don't like this. Like, I feel like you... You're asking me the wrong questions. Instead of how you can help, how you can help me get this situated, I feel like you're asking me a whole bunch of questions that has nothing to do with the phone. I've given you all the information, and for me to even talk to you, I've already had to verify that I have permission to at least do this on this account, to at least get my phone replaced. I got to send you this old POS anyway. Oh, well, yeah, but it's, you know, we kind of got to send out a phone first and then have you send it back. Well, what's the problem? Then just get it done. Okay, well, I'm going to see if I can go through and I'll call you on third, uh, call you on Friday. Call never came on Friday. Saturday, I get up. The screen pops back on on the old phone, but it's flickering and flashing. I got green stuff coming out the side, just enough so that I can log back in and move everything I got to move to my hard drive and get it backed up. Next thing you know, screen goes black again. They were, t uh, and I had it, I had it on long enough. To move my SIM card back to that phone and make the phone call. And that was the only way. So if the screen had never come back on, the claim would never have gone through. Because I they refused the Verizon refused to call. And they were wanting me to call from the broke ass phone. And the broke ass phone I, I couldn't use. That was the only way that they was going to allow it to go through. So right now, I'm still waiting because, yeah, this shit don't work. But as it was so, it's so frustrating. And so 
before when they was telling me, hey, you know, it'd be overnighted to you. And when I talked to Buddy, I talked to Buddy on Saturday, and he tells me, oh, well, you might get the phone either third, maybe Thursday or Friday. I'm like, oh, what kind of overnight are you working with? Are you sending this snail mail from wherever it is that you call them from? Because this makes zero sense to me. Oh, well, hold on. Let me see what I can do. Yeah, we can get it there on Wednesday. Why Wednesday? Because that don't sound like overnight to me. Oh, hold on. Let me go talk to somebody else. Yeah, I think we can do on Tuesday for expedite. Fine, but why'd you start with Thursday or Friday? Like, <laughs> like this... Like, I want to be cool with this, but at the same time, I don't like the information that you're giving me. And then when he get ready to get off the phone, he said everything was processed. Hey, um, is there anything that we could have done better? Oh, whoa. whoa. I don't think I'm the right person to ask that question because after what I've been dealing with, you just wait till I get an opportunity to do these surveys. All of y'all getting Fs. Zeros, ones, twos. I'm still debating on if I want to hit Verizon up on Twitter and let them know. It's just too long to type. It's too much to put in 140 characters. But they can get this clip, though. They can get this clip, though. And say, I just... I be trying to be nice. I be trying to allow people to do what they gonna do, even if I don't understand the process or how it works. But explain it to me correctly so I can so I can have a a realistic expectation as to what I'm going to receive. That's all that's all I ask. That's all I ask. I'm not asking for too much. Before I get out of here, you know, I try to hit y'all with some random stories from back in the past. This story deals with, like, we, we were talking about, we were talking about Korea and medicine and stuff like that. And I remember when I first got to Korea, I was playing with some of the students after school and we had, they had like this, uh, like the playhouse that's in McDonald's where they had one of these in their school and they were climbing around and whatever whatever kind of detergent one of the kids had like only part of my arms that were that were uh that broke out was just that was that was exposed so i had on a short short sleeve shirt and so my whole arm on both sides completely broken out i had bumps everywhere i'm like yo i'm gonna die i've only been here for two weeks and i'm already i was already sick a little bit like my nose wouldn't stop running i, I kept coughing up stuff and now I got all these bumps. I'm like, this new country stuff ain't working out. This ain't working out. And so I go show the teachers. I'm like, hey, I got to do something about this. But none of them spoke English. And but except for the co-teacher, she said she wasn't even that good. She said, hold on. She went and talked to the the head, the principal guy. Fam came over there about 30 minutes later. They called me to the office. He came over there. And Buddy pulled a pill out his pocket in his in his hand and was like, here, 
Like, he was handing it to me, like, take this. And I'm, I'm looking at Buddy, like, hold on, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. He ain't, he ain't got no package of this. Like, ain't no packaging. I can't read what's on here. Needless to say, I took the pill. Not knowing, like, I was like, yo, I shouldn't. I felt like I shouldn't take it, but I'm like, y'all was up for trying to kill me early. Like, this, I only been here for a couple weeks. I ain't done nothing illegal in. Y'all out here giving me pills out your pocket with no wrapper. He just pulled it out, lint and everything. Like, huh, not that bitch right here. Listen, that was the greatest pill I ever had in my life. That it it almost looked like the bumps and the rash and the breakout went away within 15 minutes. My wife need one now. That was her sneezing. Bless you, baby. <laughs> ah, that's hilarious. I was supposed to be done by now. But look. Yo, that's crazy. But then I realized, like, I failed. I failed because my mom, I told you I had gotten, I had gotten sick. Like, I was super, super congested. But the air, the air was real dirty. And uh, <laughs> it was real dirty. And my, my mom sent a little gift box. And she sent two NyQuil's. One of them was blue. And the other one was yellow. And I should have read. I didn't read. I should have read, but in my mind, blue is nighttime, yellow is for the sun. I take one and a half of the yellow, because I'm like, yo, I'm, I need to make sure that this go away. It's daytime anyway, so bam, bam. I took that day, I took what I thought was daytime, because in my mind, this yellow is for the sun, and the blue is for at night. Yeah, I'm sitting in front of my class, and I'm trying to teach them. Next thing you know, it kick in, and I'm tired as hell. I'm like, ooh, ooh, and I don't know why I'm so damn sleepy. Like, I'm, ooh, I can't even stay awake. I'm standing up. I can't sit down. I'm, ooh, I'm so sleepy. Why am I, why am I so sleepy? I was taking micro naps standing up. In between classes, I had 11 classes in a day. Each class came in there for like uh, 25 minutes. 11 classes. I'm talking about, I am struggling. I can't keep my eyes open and say for nothing. And I got back home. I crashed. Like, I crashed. I made it through the day, and I crashed. I only worked across the street from where I stayed. And um, when I got to the... I got to my apartment. I, I I looked at the I looked at the bottom. So I'm like, yo, I need to figure out what I need to take for for being so tired. Like this cold is really kicking my ass right now. And then I looked at the one bottle that was open. I was like, why would they put why would they put the PM one in the yellow and the daytime one in, in, in the blue? This is stupid. I'm talking. About I took one and a half for the nighttime. During the day, I'm out, I'm out here dying for real, <laughs> trying to figure out why it was all self-imposed. <laughs> it was super self-imposed. I'm like, yo, at least his medicine saved me. I tried to take myself out. But the crazy part is, 
like them just handing you stuff raw is in the culture of what they do. And I was at the I was at this park. I was hooping with with my buddy Spence, and uh, it was another kid that was out there. And he was he was just shooting around. He was all shooting around, and um, you know he wanted to practice his English, so he was like, "You want some gum?" Sure, why not? I, I'll take some gum. He gave Spence some gum. And then Buddy got ready to give me some gum. But instead of just handing me the gum in the wrapper, fam unwrapped it. He unwrapped the whole thing. And it wasn't like he just unwrapped half of it so I could just take my, my half off and then just eat the whole thing or even break off half. He took it all the way out of the wrapper. And gave it to me. I'm like, yo, in his hand that had just been outside on basketballs, just on the ground. You gonna make me need some more medicine for my man's over here. Because I don't know where your hands have been. And now I don't trust this gum that's been in your little dirty hands. But he got one of those. Man, that's gum good right here. Mm-hmm. Tan that up. Man, where you get this gun from? Now, you know what? I'm going to say the rest. I'm going to just go ahead and spit that out. You got that wrapper? Don't get nobody no gun right out your hand ever again. But look, good people, enjoy the rest of the game. I'm about to get on up out this thing so I can watch. So, listen, I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Shout out to the Strategic Blue Records podcast. Don't forget, tell Alexa to play the Strategic Blue Records podcast, and they're going to go ahead and hit you up. Right now, I I, I would tell y'all to go visit the www.the710printshop.com to order some stuff. Right now, I am swamped, and that's a good problem to have. Oof, let's go. But until next time, good people. Y'all be safe out in these streets. I'm out. I'm out. I gotta go. Bink. Bink, bink, bink. I hope I turn this off. Man, I don't know what this is gonna be like today. I hope I turn it off. But let's get it. Let's get it. Man. Uh-oh. Cut that out. Get it. That in the end. Bink.